The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we've got to be on our best behaviour because the boss is here. Not Bruce Springsteen, Aaron Bennett, who this weekend is starring in a production of Scrooge, where he plays Jacob Marley, both dead and alive, an office worker and the classic Charles Dickens character, Pat Butcher. How are you doing today? I'm all right, thanks, Tobes. And I didn't think that uh, Pat Butcher was around in uh, the times of Charles Dickens, but... She might have been. Well, she might very well have been, looking at her. Now, remind me the role that Pat Butcher actually plays in A Christmas Carol, because I haven't read the book in a while. Actually, she's only in the final two numbers, and she's also in the final scene, Dancing to Celebration. Oh, by Cool and the Gang? Yep. That will be the scene where Ebenezer Scrooge finds out from the ghost of Christmas past that he will be dead because he doesn't change his ways. If he doesn't change his ways, he'll be dead, basically. And he gets shown his gravestone and the gravestone of Tiny Tim. And at at the beginning of the scene where we are um, seeing the ghost of Christmas future showing Scrooge his grave, there are most of the cast singing and dancing to celebration. Yeah, I see you. They're happy that Scrooge is dead. Well, yeah, I mean, he is a right miserable old git, isn't he? Yeah, well, no spoilers, but by the end of it, I wouldn't say so. No, by the end of it, it's quite good, actually. So, whose idea was it to have Pat Butcher in the show? Actually, it was my idea, because I don't know about you, but most pantomimes you go and watch, they always have a panto dame, some bloke that's yeah. dressed up as a woman. And so I thought, right, we have to have a panto dame somewhere in this. So I thought, hmm, what could I do? And at first I was going to do Peggy Mitchell. Mm. And then I thought, no, actually, I know what I'll do. I'll do Pat. Because I thought yeah. about doing uh, Dot Cotton, but I thought, well, I won't be able to get the look right. I'm not wrinkly enough to be Dot. Especially these days, you'd have to look dead. Well, yeah, and I haven't got the resources to get the prosthetics. You know, I could have got a a, a mask, a latex mask made, but it would cost a fortune. And as well, it would be does. hot. It'd be hot oh, yeah. wearing it because it's right against your skin. You actually wrote some of the scenes for this, didn't you? Yeah, I wrote the entire scene between Jacob Marley and Ebenezer Scrooge. Nice. So from where Scrooge comes home and after a hard day at work and telling the audience that he hates people and they probably <laughs> hate him. He, uh, he goes to his study or his living room or whatever you want to call it and his, his housekeeper brings him some whiskey in a decanter and he has a couple of those, falls asleep, and then she tries to steal it and gets quite a bad telling off. 
Uh, and I must admit, the guy who's playing Scrooge is fantastic. He's only, I think he's about 20. Mm. And he is absolutely brilliant. Uh, and it ends up with him saying, oh, you're dismissed for the night. And she's, oh, I'd like to go to that nice retirement home down the road, but you don't pay me enough. <laughs> so once that happens, he goes to sleep. And that's when Jacob Marley appears. Mm. And Jacob Marley tries to tell him that if he doesn't change his ways, he's going to lose everything. He's going to end up in one of these horrible old people's homes and... Yeah, you know, where, where he'll have his bum wiped for him and everything else and he'll lose all his money and his friends. But, of course, Scrooge takes absolutely no notice of it yeah. and goes back to sleep. And Jacob Marley sort of, <clears throat> he goes, hmm, and walks off the stage. But then he comes back again um, in scene, I think it's scene six. Scene 6B, I think it is, actually. Because it's after part A... Um, the director, who is absolutely brilliant, and she's in it as well. She's, we're going to have an interval. <laughs> so we, we have the interval literally halfway through scene six, which oh. don't make sense to me, but never mind. <laughs> um, and in the second part, Jacob Marley is alive, and he goes to Scrooge, and he, he basically says to Scrooge, he's got a way he can cut the budget and make more money for himself and Scrooge. So they sign off this deal, and he disappears. And that's the last time you see him. Oh. And that's the last time you see me in trousers in the show as well. Because <laughs> I have to disappear and get changed. Did you find it hard to write a scene and be funny? Yeah, it, it, well, I mean, I have got some writing experience, but, yeah, it was semi-difficult to do, it because I had to try and keep it... In keeping with the way the play is, even though it's sort of like a crossover between the 1900s and the 1980s, it, it's very, very bizarre. It was quite hard to write the lines and try and work out what to say and to actually envision the actors saying it. I mean, like Walter, who's playing Scrooge, I had to imagine him saying, you know, I'm going to take 12 guineas from your pay. Oh, we've changed it now to pounds. £12 from your pay for trying to steal. <laughs> uh, and, you know, to try to get it so it would sound right when I was writing, it was really hard to do. And you did the dress rehearsal yesterday, and we've seen the amazing pictures from it. And I know I said yesterday, and it sounded like a joke, that I didn't recognise you in the picture. But seriously, I was looking at that picture for a good few seconds going, oh, I guess Aaron's not in that picture. And then you saw me... In a yeah. bright, bright flowery blouse yeah. and this pink flamingo skirt and a pair of high heels with a with a blonde wig on it is quite funny to look at. Yeah. And it's on um, our Facebook, it's on the station's Facebook page. And not forgetting the bottle of drink you have. That isn't actually a real bottle, it is actually a no. confetti cannon. What? Yeah, we're going to use it in the final number. And basically all you do is you just, you've got to unwrap it off. Obviously it's got the plastic wrapping still on it because I don't want anyone to use it until the actual night. But you take the wrapping off and you squeeze 
and twist the bottom and confetti goes flying everywhere. So we've got two of them, one for either side of the stage and me and probably Walter will set them off during the final number of the show when we get everybody on their feet, hopefully, singing and dancing. By the looks of it, it's going to be packed. I've already been told I've got... I mean, I've already got about, oh, eight people coming my end, but I've just been told by somebody else who's coming that they wanted tickets because they've got another ten people coming, and it's sort of like, ah, this is really surreal now. (laughs) Yeah. And we should mention that Aaron here is not the only Shout Radio presenter who's involved in this production. No, I'm not talking about me. It's Matt Van who is doing the sound, so... Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Rest in peace, our ears. Uh, he's doing the lights as well. Oh. So the spotlights and when we're going to have sort of like flashing lights on the stage for during celebration and the final two tracks that we are singing to, um, we will have the, the flashing disco lights on, yeah. which will be quite good. And we should mention as well that you don't have to pay actual money to get in. You just need to give a donation for, is it the food bank? Yeah, for Amazing Grace Food Bank. Um, just bring a can of beans or mm. a tin of rice pudding or yeah. anything. As long as it's not perishable, you know, like, you know, don't bring your mum's cabbage, for instance. Because it'll <laughs> yeah. probably go off by the time they get it and it'll end up in the bin. So, yeah, yeah. Um, pasta... Um, tins of beans, cereal, yeah. chocolate bars. I'll give you the soup that's been in the cupboard since 1998. Yeah, well, as long as it hasn't been in here that long, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was it. I mean, where I've been ill for the last month, I could have done with a tin of soup. I yeah. looked in my cupboards and I don't even have any. What? I know, I thought, cool, chicken soup to the rescue. Everybody has chicken soup when they've got flu. And I guess if you're going to bring some food, maybe make it a bit diverse or a bit different because surely everyone's going to bring pasta or beans, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, if you've got something more interesting, like, 
I don't know, fruit cocktail or yeah. um, pins of tuna or something like that. I know I definitely yeah. haven't got tuna because Peppy's had most of it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you've got something a bit more unusual, bring it in. And we should mention as well that via the magic of radio, you'll still be doing your show this Sunday. Exactly. Don't worry. Nobody has put me on the photocopier and duplicated me. I'm going to record yeah. the show probably on... Thursday I will probably be recording it because this week's a bit manic with everything else going on you know we've got to fit station stuff in Um, I visit an elderly chap in well he's not really elderly he's only 62 um, but he's he's got terminal cancer and I go and visit him in the care home twice a week so I've got to go and see him and then I've got uh, Christmas shopping to do yet oh god yeah. Oh, I, I just don't know what to get people. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I'll manage. I'll probably think of something. At least Peppy's easy. Treats. Yeah. Treats and more treats. Yeah, well, she doesn't even know it's Christmas, does she? She's a cat. I think she does know. I think she, know, I think she knows what the Christmas tree is. Mm. She certainly knows not to try and climb up it. She has been told <laughs> off twice now for climbing up yeah. the Christmas tree. Yeah. But a little known fact for our cat-loving listeners, if your Christmas lights twinkle or chase, put them on chase or twinkle because cats don't like the flashing light and so they stay away. So Peppy Mm. has stayed away from the Christmas tree since we've had it on chasing. And speaking of Peppy... The last time we spoke back at the Jubilee, you said that you thought your cat was pregnant. Now, I take it that hasn't happened, otherwise we'd have seen the photos. Yeah, it was a fake pregnancy, which happens... In fact, the proper terminology is phantom pregnancy. Yeah. She she was having us on, (laughs) put it that way. Yeah, she's just trying to get attention. She's, I'm going to be a mummy and I want... I want all this fuss and extra attention. I know a lot of people like that. Well, yeah, me too, unfortunately. (laughs) But, I mean, regardless, it was impossible for her to get pregnant because she never leaves the house. (laughs) She never, never ever goes... (coughs) Excuse me. She never, ever leaves the flat, so... How could she get pregnant unless she let one of her boyfriends in, which, to be honest, isn't possible. I've heard it happen. What, for cats to walk down the corridor, open the front door, open the back door and let their cat friends in? Yep, when you're asleep. Well, I suppose it is possible. Although my mum's cat had five kittens a few weeks ago. And where's the kitten pictures? I put them on Facebook and you said one of them looks a bit like Peppy, which I think it kind of does. I remember, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. I don't know what's happening with them. I don't know when she's taking them down the canal. Oh, now that's cruel. (laughs) That's really cruel. But, I mean, she'll probably make quite a bit out of, you know, rehoming them when she sells them on rehoming. Apparently there's a lot of money in it because you'd pay, like, £50 at least for a usual cat. So for a kitten, you're going to be loaded when you sell them. Well, yeah, especially if she's got five of them. True. Maybe maybe well. about 400 quid, something like that. Yeah, at least. Oh, and they're so cute when they're kittens. Yeah. I remember years ago when I was in care, we had um, a cat that got pregnant and it had all these little tabby babies, and it I don't know why they were all tabby when the cat was black, but anyway, they were so much fun. They kept trying to go upstairs in my bedroom. They'd managed to sort of, like, 
hop halfway up the stairs. They were on their way to my room, trying to get up there. And it was like, no, you can't come down here. Up here, you know, go back down. And because our stairs were in the kitchen, there wasn't really any way to block the stairs off. Yeah. Which is a pain in the neck. So all you had to do was just keep an eye on these kittens that kept trying to come up the stairs when you weren't looking. Now, next week, you're going to be busy still because you will be hosting the Shout Radio Christmas Eve show, whatever it's called, from 10 till 3. Christmas Countdown, yeah. Yeah, Christmas Countdown, 10 till 3 in the morning. And then you'll be doing the same slot on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I am. Are you ever going to rest? Yeah, I'll I'll manage to rest. I mean, probably not on Christmas Day because there's just far too much going on. But Yeah. yeah, I will. I mean, as long as I've got me energy drinks... Mm. Yeah, whenever I need a boost of energy, when I'm doing something like the show or like on Christmas Tree Day, I'll have one of my energy drinks to keep me going. Um, and especially, you know, the last few Sundays when we've been at rehearsals, um, my legs just usually want to give up after about an hour of standing up. But the energy drinks... They really do help me. Yeah. Well, you can hear Aaron Bennett do the Christmas Eve countdown next Saturday, which is Christmas Eve, from 10pm. And he'll also be starring in Scrooge at the Light Lounge in Blackpool this Sunday at 5pm. Yep, and that is on Whitegate Drive at the Centre for Independent Living. The Light Lounge is... Um, sort of like a building bolted onto the side of it. And just to confirm as well, can you just show up and give your beans or do you have to go online first? No, 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 just show up, bring your can of yep. beans. Excellent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally fill my bag on wheels. It's already full because it's got <laughs> all my costumes in it and it's wow. got my wigs in it and everything that I need and wig net and all of that so I'm going to fill it even more well you've had that bag of stuff for years haven't you no actually I got the wig given to me on Sunday All right. by uh, Walter who's playing Scrooge uh, I think he he's very Amdram and I, I think he's done Amdram in the past and that's why he's got all these wigs but he said I can have the blonde one and it was like oh thanks many thanks for joining us and have a very Merry Christmas and break a leg and all that yep thank you very much and have a Merry Christmas too The Toby Gribben Show!